first beer. So who's going to do the intro? I'll do it. You can do it, man. Do you really want it? Well, given we had Step Brewers Live at HBC, I thought that the intros we had there were pretty special. And despite me asking for them to be filmed by our camera crew, no one turned up. Actually, no, we had Win News there. Are you free? Yeah, for a very small amount of time. Did we turn up on that? Don't think so. Because actually, Tasmania doesn't have Win News anymore. It's all like faded off. Anyway, that's a whole thing. Without further ado, he once waited 97 hours in line for a can of Triple Oat Milkshake IPA. It's said that part of the way through the wait, his immaculately kept sneaker got jammed in a floor drain. He had to cut off his own foot with a waiter's friend that he has on him at all times, just in case someone rocks up with a canteon. He's known for his howl and for his love of under-attenuated pastry stouts. <laughs> it's the Juice Wolf, Ali Davis! I actually don't remember that intro. and I just brought a little smile on my face. Thank you, Clint. Well, nice. I just thought I'd share the intros for the people at home who weren't there. Was if there's a man the panel of brewers feared, it was this guy. He once left an untapped review so scathing that the brewer responsible didn't even cheers it. He extracts where others under-extract. He trad caps where others won't dare trad cap. He is the Sultan of Spro, the Prince of the Pour Over, the Slayer of Hot Cans and Whale Bottles himself, Captain Ehab Merrigan. What's up, man? What's up? That was, that was cute. That was gross. Nice. It was a lot easier to do live with a mic, too. Like, yeah. I could really get into it. Like, yeah, you really did. I chucked, was, the, I chucked was, the neck back a few times yeah. and shouted to the air. It was far more embarrassing. Yeah. I don't think the audience knew how to take it. He calls himself by many nicknames, some given by others, some given by himself. He once spoke for an entire week in the third person, but also continues to do it today. I'm talking about your man, Caleb, the Emperor, Klimbo Slice. You know, y'all know it's your boy, Papa Sweden. Great. I forgot that you introduced yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It was awkward. Oh. It seems everyone's forgotten a lot about HBC. Step I, uh, yeah, I am. One of my staff today, Clint, um, approached me and they're like, and so does Clint call himself K-Love? I'm like, oh, yeah, he does. And the response was, sounds like he's a seedy radio host on a station no one wants to listen to. That means a lot to me. That does, yeah. yeah I was going to say. Was it Zoe? No, it was Meg. New girl. New girl. Impressing. Oh. Meg. Wait, how does she know I call myself Caleb? Yeah, she switched on then. I'm, well, watch, I'm watching you, Meg. But yes, I think we're all still recovering from Saturday. I know. I'm not. I've been fine for days. No, I, I feel Try and keep up. I'm, this is going to be like one of my first beers I've had since, and it's been quite a few days, so it's going to be rough. Look, for everyone at home, just a quick bit of advice. If, you're ever, if you've ever got a big night in the town, um, you crush a few too many whales, or if you just wake up and you're just not feeling it, maybe you've got work in an hour or so, get in that shower. Crush something crispy. Have a lager. A, a professional IPA. They're called crispy boys, man. Crispy boys, man. Crispy boys. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we, we should the latest trend. We should talk about how Jesse spoke about crispy boys. We will. We should. Off. But seriously, uh, this is my heartfelt advice to you. If you're feeling seedy, if you need some help, get in the shower, have a crispy, crispy little beer. It'll wake you up. It'll make you feel right. Did you have a bolt of lager the next day? No, man, I had a stout. <laughs> of course oh, you did. Of course you did. Going against your own advice, there, sir. So, episode twenty-seven is all about recapping the day that was. 
our first ever live episode. Especially because a lot of people who thought it would be live live. Yes. Like streaming. Streaming. We might do that one day when technology permits. Yes, we definitely will. Um, It will eventually happen. Um, But this was just for the fans in Hobart. Um, So many people flew down. I didn't. Um, it was a good crowd but we had a great crowd thank you for everyone that did show up that I thought maybe would be talking to ourselves and just getting pissed by ourselves yeah it was cool we had that chat maybe half an hour before we started we genuinely thought it was just going to be a quiet little piss up between us and some brewers Um, instead 50 alright maybe a few more but maybe more than that yeah. yeah around 50 plus of your beautiful people came and had a lesson, and that was sick. Yeah. Thank you. Lots of fans of the show too, so um, give them some shout out later on. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, well hecklers. done, well done to HBC for um, given the weather, we had to change things up quite a lot. So I mean, like in terms of doing everything live, having your venue changed the day before. Mm. in terms of where we were set up was a bit interesting but it worked out really well it did yeah. work out well so uh, thank you Hobart Branco yeah thank you for, for having us yeah thanks for even letting us do it that was really awesome so um but we'll get on into some further details with that but I think we'll have a couple of you know our normal proceedings let's get into some uh beer news Kicking off beer news, um, I've actually had a little bit to do with this behind the scenes. Yeah, um, sneaky, sneaky. It's been going on for a few months. Um, Luca Brasi, a pretty big local band down here in Tassie, um, have just done a collaborative brew, or actually two collaborative beers, for their festival in Launceston in November till the wheels fall off. I think that's going to be happening in a couple of weeks. But so, super jealous of that. Yeah, it's a um, very good lineup. Um, I have gone quite a few times. I won't be able to make it this year, unfortunately. But the um, exciting thing is they're going to have two beers there for the show and the show only. Um, but, and I think that it's a Scamander Lager and a St. Helens Pale Ale from memory. Yeah, I think so. Um, so they wanted something, obviously, a little bit sessionable, um, not too hectic. You know, obviously being a festival, there's going to be plenty of beers going down anyway. So they've, they actually caught up with Dave from Moo Brew, um, had a tour around. I was there as well. We went around, had a tour around Moo Brew. Real quiet, yeah, so Kept that real quiet. Yeah, so had a low-key little tour around Moo Brew. Um, which was really, really cool. Had a chat to Dave, um, drank some beers. He gave us all a case of beer on the way out, which was sick. Um, then caught up with them again maybe a month or two later and actually just went down to the Whaler in Salamanca and had some beers all together. Nice. Just to taste, you know, beers are actually out and about and what they wanted that sort of taste profile for, um, which is a really cool way to actually go about doing a collaborative brew having, yeah, having a, <clears throat> yeah having the whole band in it and involved and it's pretty sick it's um, a really nice social approach yeah so the you know the guys at Moo just know what they're doing and very switched on with that kind of stuff it was well, really exciting that really I think humanises the brand as well which is really cool yeah I was super jealous because like a couple of years back when uh, I thought you know Spotty would be doing our own thing sooner um, I talked to uh, Clint whose brother is... What's Clint's brother's name? Danny. Danny. Yep. Danny Flood. Uh, I talked to Clint and I was like, oh, can you get me Danny's details? I want to hit up the Luca Brasi boys and do a can for them for yep. a festival. Yep. 
and then it never ended up happening. And then when I saw this came out and then mm. found out you were involved, I was just like, no! Yeah. But it's super cool. Um, I love it. Yeah, so they've had some custom artwork done from a, another really cool local artist. Um, yeah, they're going to go off at the festival. Um, not available to public unless you actually go to Moobrew's Instagram. They are giving away a carton with a little competition going at the moment. So People should get tickets to that festival. Yeah, so if you want to try a classic lager, smashable lager or a nice pale ale from Moo, limited a dish, get on that competition. Um, and also another little bit of beer news. Very short and sweet this week. Um Carwin, event, Carwin Sellers have just teamed up with Deeds for a Welcome to Carwin Asylum-themed Halloween beer extravaganza. Looks looking, so sick. Looks yeah, I wish you lived in Melbourne. Yes. Well, we've we've done a spontaneous Carwin event Yeah, before. we can only do so many of those a year, Alec. Carwin also just <laughs> named in Beer Cartel's number one Victorian venue, which is huge. Oh, why aren't we talking about some of the... Yeah, we're going to talk about that uh, spots. next next fortnight. But um, the Carwin event, yeah, it looks so sick. Have you heard of what some of the beers are? Just all the popped up buggery beers, I would have thought. Yeah, so you've got Deeds and Froth Craft Beer Magazine, Resting Rich Face, a Pumpkin Spice Porter, uh, Deeds and Venom Collab, Viper Pit Hazy Dipper, Deeds and Merry Mashes, which is a super famous uh, Victorian homebrew club, um, have done a Slender Man beer is an IPA. Deeds and Tallboy and Moose have done the All Work No Play. Just saw those cans come out. Which is like 41 grams a litre No, it's just 40, man. Just 40. 40? I know my dry hopping. I wish wish those uh, Deeds guys would really push barriers and hit 41. Um, Well, the collusion. Can we just say, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was the last episode. I ragged on them. Um, You you were talking up a big deal about the 35 gram survivor type. Have you had that beer since? Um, full disclosure, I have had the Survivor type. Um, my thoughts are it's probably the best New England IPA in Australia. And leave it there because we're going to have and a photo. Have to say. We're going to have a photo and an in-depth review from the man himself, Klimt, about the beer that he ragged on. And, and I can't wait for him to ride. And, as, well. we do have and as part of the photo, I will be eating my own hat. Mm, um, good. Just be, yeah, okay. I think that's good. Uh, I think we'll capture that in the photo. Yes. Uh, Collusion 10% double dry hopped wheat wine, cosmic gateway sour. Oh, I have a can of that in the fridge. Double time, sawtooth, session ale, and deeds draft. Yeah. That's going to be a crazy event. That's a good lineup of beers. Victorian listeners, get along. Um, That's literally all I have for beer news. Nice, short, and sweet, but some very exciting events happening in Tassie and Victoria. I'm sure there's plenty going around Australia as well, but that's all I've got at the moment. Right, so we're going to run through a couple of the segments that we did on the show, just so we can fill you in at home a little bit. Um, We had three panels of guests, three lots of three, so we had nine guests on the live episode. Plus some bonus. Plus some bonus guests. We actually had ten, didn't we, I think? Um, But uh, with panel one, we had Benny from Fox Friday putting out low-key some amazing haze down here in Tasmania. Who would have thought? I do now, and I'm very excited. I'm a believer. Um, We have Chris Miles as well on the panel from Winston Brewing. Um, Grilled him a little bit about his new brewery, but sure that's coming up soon. Fingers Mm. crossed. Mm. And we also had Alex from HBC as well, one of the 
one of the brewers down there as well, so that was really good to have him on. So with these guys, I sort of took this segment into one of my favourite, favourite jingles and favourite segments of the show. I'm going to hit that jingle one more time so we can all get in the spirit and relive the beautiful moment that was. That's right. Sip, skip or seller. We did it live. We had cards, gave them out to the crowd. Everyone participated, um, told us what they thought of the beers. It was sick. Actually. It was really, really sick. You know what's better than those jingles that you make? Those jingles you make to a live audience yeah, and I'd, play. I did play them. Yeah. People like Beer News, Sip, Skip or Seller. I think when they had the even the opening sequence, I remember Scotto had a bit of a dance. Oh, even like when when the opening sequence started, even I was like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy!" Actually, hearing this kicking off a live event. That's really yeah. Yeah. it. Was I was and, kind of in, and that cheeky little beer news at the end was. Tight. I sort of did a um, I sort of had a little quiet word when the first jingle was being played to end. I'm like, dude, this is so embarrassing that these are my jingles that I made being played out to all these <laughs> no, people. No, it was, it was um, like, every time it happened, I was like, massive ear-to-ear grin, just like, mm. loving life. It was sick. Because you love the cheesy, Caleb. You I do. love the cheese. Cool. So we did a little bit of a warm-up. I'm going to go through these with you guys. These were just to get the crowd familiar with what was happening. Beer number one, a classic Tasmanian staple, Cascade Premium Light lager delicious got a really good response on that yeah hot of hate it was, uh, <laughs> i think we had one solid solid seller from guitars and beer yeah was it of course probably it was. Yeah. crispy boy um i'm glad everyone was on the same page so hard skips all around i think in, yeah around it was the, a good way to warm people up um so we don't really need to talk about that beer i'm sure everyone's had one once in their life especially if they've been driving anyway especially if they have a dad <laughs> Um, beer number two for the warm-up segment was Russian River from Pliny the Elder. Well, no, I, Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder Russian Russian River. River. I'm still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Has one IPA after Saturday and it's gone. Yeah. And that was a mother flipping seller. Yeah, everyone was oh, sipping. Everyone sipping. in the crowd knew what that was. Yeah. Stocking up. I, I was actually a little bit surprised that everyone sort of knew what that beer was. I know we had a lot of beer nerds there, but there's the a lot a, of like everyday A3 goes. posters went up quick. Mm. Like it was like a sea of these seller posters. Yeah. So that was good. I was like, sick. This is this is what we want. Actually, didn't gain as much love as this next one. Yeah, well, that's oh, true. Damn. I even made custom artwork for this because it's not a beer that's available in Canada. I think, I think a tear was brought to the eye. Um, <laughs> one of our favourite local double IPAs that is only available at the actual pub from the Winston, and I put this in Chris's face, uh, the Big Winnie double IPA, but in a 500ml can. Huge. He was about it. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I'll call you afterwards. Yeah, I said, I sort of said, Chris, if you want to hit me up about uh, some commission artwork, because... Made my own artwork for it and uh, got everyone a little bit excited. Sips. Mm, he was about and it. Sips and sellers all round. I so. remember hearing him say snidely, like off microphone, if anyone could get a canning line to come to a 300 litre fermenter or something. <laughs> it was just like, dude, let's get it happening. Yeah, well, that's true. I'd love to have them in my fridge. They were selling out of the venue, though. Man. What did you write on the can, too? It's a 500 mil can bitch or something. Yeah, it said 500 mil can bitches. I'll put up a photo. Actually, yeah, you did cop a bit of flack for the actual image, didn't you? I thought it was fantastic. Al- oh, no, that was just Alex. He was like, mate, is that really a 500 mil can? No, well, no. The only Photoshop... Uh, 
can design I could find um, templated at the night before the actual live <laughs> was a, just a you know stock standard 330ml can. Anyway. Ali, I think you did a wonderful job. I think you did great. But then we actually got the panellists involved and these are the three beers that I put to them and I thought they were quite interesting beers um, that have just come out quite recently anyway as well. So beer number one I threw to the guys. It was from Dayton. Um, we've been talking about Dayton a fair bit on the podcast, but I threw one of their latest beers at them the maple bacon ice cream pancake ale. Is that... Did I say that right? Yeah, it's it like a, an ice cream pancake. It's just... Yeah. So, this is what they had to say about it on their website, which is so vague, it doesn't describe it. When you're making up a new one every week, like, it's hard to... Just, like, who's in the web design? Why do they have time to update the website that often? I just would have loved just to actually tell me if it's a brown ale or something like that. Oh, I think it's a brown ale. So they just literally referenced a Footloose reference and Kevin Bacon, which is also who's also in Footloose. But um, that's all they literally said about the beer. There's actually no descriptions on what's in the beer apart from the title of the beer, I guess. So threw them, threw that at them, and um, got some mixed reviews. I think there was a couple of sips in the crowd. There was a couple of sips, but there was a lot of hard skips as well. So. The best was like the panel hard skipping. And then Alex cracking up, taking the mic and saying, I might get in trouble for this, but HBC actually did a maple bacon beer and we'd totally forgotten about it. And he basically blamed his boss, Scotto, for it. Mm. But we did point out that this was a maple bacon ice cream brown milkshake. Something. Worth noting, Scott Scotto was not in the room at this point. Oh, wasn't he? Good. So, Scotto, now you know. Now you know. Um, yeah. You can let Alex go on Monday. Um, <laughs> but no it was funny because they were very coy about it they're like well we'd definitely sip because you know we did it before and it was cool but they didn't put the the ice, ice cream the component in there mm. the pancake yeah so did anyone else remember what Benny said I think Benny was a bit of a skip I think, I think it was a hard skip he was a hard, hard no Benny hard was skip. Benny was very focused on what he liked I think yeah he knew what he liked yeah mm. and I think Chris was exactly the same on that yeah. one yeah. So that was very interesting. And, and then, someone in the crowd yelled out, skip Dainton. And that was just a bit rough. I, or maybe that was me. Oh. That does sound very on brand. Yeah. It was one. It was a crowd member. It was one of my fans. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Who, did you sign anyone? Uh, I nearly signed your sister, bro. That's not even a lie. Yeah, no. That's weird. Okay, moving no, on. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even... That's... Yeah, no. Anyway, anyway we're moving right, on. Man. She's her own... She's her own woman. Beer number two. <laughs> beer number two. I... Um, it's been on everyone's social pipes lately. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can... I can't get away from the beer. And that's all because of incredible marketing from the guys and their great release. And it happens every single time a beer comes out from these guys. Bolter with the Hazy DC, Aussie Hopped Hazy IPA. Threw that at the brewers and um, got some sips. Got, got some, some sips. sips. Got a lot of sellers from the crowd. And lots of sellers. And we've been seeing it all around. We got one hard skip though from memory. Remember oh, that dude who came up afterwards? was just like Bolter, like all hype, no substance. And he was like oh. hard on it. Like he did not want to hear a bar of it. Yeah. I okay. was a... Uh... 
I actually had got to have this one before the episode, but we discussed it before I tried it. Uh, I was a really firm sip on this one. Probably the first Balta beer I was a little more excited to try. Yep. And for me, it delivered. I've tried each of the Hazy series from them. I think I've had most of the Balta lineup now. Um, probably my favourite Balta beer. Yes. I would say I would agree with that. I think the... Um yeah, the hop character of this beer just worked really well. Yeah. That, that big pop of like pineapple, really super zesty, refreshing hop character. Yeah. Um, I'd buy a four pack. I haven't had it yet, but um, I did crack up because obviously, like every beer fan is just sick of like every single freaking picture and every group being yeah. bolter. I mean, fair enough. But it's cool. It kind of brings everyone together. Um, I haven't had it yet. But the funniest thing I did see was on Beer Thread. And uh, Jimmy Faye, Faye? Yep. yeah, Jimmy Faye, put up Cryomofo, so he's at Bolter. Cryomofo, Smile Lab number two. It's a Cryomosaic and Laurel West Coast IPA with HBC 522 dry hop, so a new dry hop. Herbaceous, juicy, bitter, bloody brilliant. But this is the funny bit. You'd legitimately have to have room temp IQ if you think this brewery makes bad beer. Oh, You'd legitimately have to have room temp IQ if you think this Wow. <laughs> that is literally one of the best sayings I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That's like it's brilliantly savage. It's brilliantly savage and it's Like so many people just like glaze over that and not even get that they just got burnt. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love Jimmy. about it. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Come on the show. Love it. That man show. Also that bit, I've drank that. That man knows what yeah, he's talking about. On description, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's um, Seems that Laurel as well. I was like, ooh, okay. Laurel in the context, yeah, which I'm really into. Some people aren't into Laurel, but I think it's kind of cool. It's no, I, I had some examples of Laurel earlier this year and I was about it. Yeah. Uh, again, in in the context of like kind of big, dank IPAs. Yeah. Like I was Stone, super about it. Stone did it in uh, that Laurel, early Laurel beer. Yeah. Um, while we're doing the Sip, Skip or Cellar, I'm uh, pouring everyone... A hard one of the festival beers. Yeah, well, we could we could do a sip, skip, or so on this beer. I'll leave a bit in here if you want to take a photo, Ali, because the yeah, that's a heavy cannibal can. Um, one of the one of the best festival beers of the day, definitely the most popular. Oh, they had to run back to their brewery and get two more kegs because yeah. it went so quick. Yeah, the Fox Friday, all the single hazies, which is a single hop, Galaxy New England oh, IPA. <laughs> It, it, it's, that um, looks like the sexiest chicken soup you ever did see. Yeah, it's got a very pale, like a pale yellow appearance, which, you know... On on the day, too, it looked like white, didn't it? It like did. It was, it was you were just like, what is this beer? Is there, like, yeah, is there any malt in it? No. no, it's just like chicken soup. If you're ever feeling a bit ill, this beer will make you feel better. There this is, beer is what fucked me up. Yeah. Because I, I had so much I think it. I drank a keg to myself, I would have thought. Yeah, probably did, yeah. Um, I did notice that the um, panel... Because panel one were drinking it, so... And panel two and panel three. And oh, really? panel three went back for seconds. <laughs> I did notice that panel one filled up the jug a couple of times. Yeah. And I was like, wow, go hard, boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a clear festival favourite, I think. Yeah. I think this was this... Like, I think Colorado's probably the best beer on the lineup but this was the festival favorite yeah so yeah. since benny's taken over from fox friday i think it's been a fairly recent purchase from Very him recent, yeah. um he's actually had some brewing experience with Hayes in the u.s and it bloody shows yeah, um, yeah. just really incredibly yeah really excited to have benny on the show so. just really yeah. complex as well and just so 
like oh, it's just so well brewed. Yeah, we nerded out a bit with him, but um, we won't give away too much because there's a lot of technical stuff. So we, Benny was super keen to come on for a technical episode and talk yeah. haze and what what he does. And we'll go man. through some real big hypey haze beers with him on the show. It yeah, is going to be an sure. awesome episode, and it was actually finally great to meet the guy. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It was, really, it was good fun. Um, great hat as well, Franklin Barbecue. Yeah. Shout out to the Shout boys. out. Better finish off um, sip, skip, or sell it. Yeah, so everyone was a sip on the bolter, I think. That's what everyone sort of said. Yep, yeah. well, I've got to try it. A lot you of know. sellers in the crowd. A lot of respect for bolter, which is well-deserved. Yeah, so I'll wrap up with these next two. Um, we had the... I'll, I'll actually start with the Black Ops Smashed Avo. Um, Black Ops just announced this one recently. In mm. this, caused, this caused some rifts. It upset the room a bit. It did upset the room a bit. Um, it's referred to as a smash ale um, with citra, hop, uh, coriander, lime juice, chili, and of course, smashed avocado, 17 kilograms of it to be exact. Yeah. I think the general consensus was the avo was a textural component. It was meant to really silken it up, give it some gloss. Mm. Um, maybe they just wanted to be good for you. There was a lot of hate. There was some. There was a lot of. There was a lot of skip. It wasn't hate. It did. I wouldn't go so far. It. it, Some people were like, "Ah, Black Ops is this one? Is this one where you lose it?" But most of the room were just going, "Why?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then when we had uh, John from Cryo Malt and Yakima Chief hops on later, he actually took his. Sip, skip, or sell a three card, and wrote on the back, get "Give it a go." No, he said, yeah. "Get on it." That's get what. on it, and he was saying, "You know, if anyone can make it work, these guys can." Yeah. Keep an open mind, which was really cool to see him yeah. backing up the boys. Yeah. Absolutely, and um, we'll wrap up with this last one: um, the ever loved Stonewood counterculture. Uh, this probably landed in a few of your hands already, so you might have formed some opinions. If you haven't, um, let us know what you thought. The counterculture white stout. Mm. Boys, what do you think? I don't think any of us have tried this release. And I won't. Ali's a hard skip. Plain, plain and simple. Not, I, yeah. not a white stout guy. Just, I, it just, I don't know. I, I can't say I'll be buying this one, but I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, we had a pretty uh, firm skip through the room as well. And it was Alex from Hobart Bronco who stood up for this one and said, no, this, this is actually quite awesome what they're doing because even if the beer doesn't interest you on at marketing level it is a well like a well thought out and mm, it's, a, it's a beer that displayed incredible technical prowess i think that was a really good point he made because i sort of made the point that um and you know i'll retract this in a <laughs> I'll, re- I'll retract this in a few weeks because i just found out that uh, jamie cook from stonewood's coming down to address the tassie brewers so um, I might be missing that meeting. Um, Fair enough. But I, I made my usual point that, you know, counterculture is a bit like Gary Busey. With Gary, no, not Gary Busey. You know who I mean. The dude in the picture who's like, hi, kids, I'm cool. Oh, uh, yes. Who is it? The I'd, actor? No, I don't know. You I don't know watch crap that you watch. Are you talking about... What's his name? Steve Buscemi? That's who I He's mean. He's not even <laughs> quoting it properly. You know what I mean. Well, what's the quote? He doesn't know. Anyway, no anyway, one knows. I, like I made the point that counterculture beers are sort of it's like. Hey, that fellow children. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, <laughs> makes no, me I, squirm. I made it. the same point that I've made before that I think counterculture beers, and this is why it was really cool to have Alex, I guess, backing them up on a technical level. Because yeah, true, they're all going to be made super well. They're just all a little bit like 2012. This would have been great. Yep. 
It's your dad wearing a pair of Vans old schools. Ah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With like that like pale blue denim jean. I guess bat ill cut. I guess the thing and it, a, and it a goes shirt over his ankles. Into jeans. I guess the yeah. thing and a, a New York Yankees hat. Um, I guess the thing we need to think about with counterculture is they're probably doing it on quite a big scale. So can they actually take big risks? If yeah. you know what, if counterculture was called side project, like literally that different name, I would be like, oh wow, that's cool. Stan, we're doing something different. Wait, guys, are we? Hey, are we, we are we, we're not doing sneaker references anymore. Are we trademarking tried side project? Because I low key really like that name. Side project. It's yeah. a brewery from the states. Oh goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, but the. I just, I think the way it's called counterculture, it's like almost like Brewdog and using, overusing punk. Anyway. Yeah, I, I feel you, Clint. Um, I probably should try this just to be respectful. What do you, oh, like the hazy beer? No, the, um, oh, the, the counterculture. The counterculture. Yeah. The counterculture mango was pretty good. Yes. The Killer Queen was pretty good. Okay, so I just want to ascertain, you guys are both skips based on the fact that it is stone and wood counterculture. Or on no, style just of the what style of the beer. Okay, so Ali's out on style. So I think a Munson recently did one. You love a Munson. You love some pastry. See so the amount they did a pastry white stout. Yep, and I had it, and I realized I didn't like white stouts. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Clint, where are you at? Is it is it, is it a counterculture thing? Because that's vocally you've kind of. I think counter- I'm, against, I'm against counterculture until they do something that's actually innovative. Yeah. Um, and that's just simply branding for me, but. I'll buy one of these this week and... and oh, okay. Spend. Okay. And cool. because Jamie's coming down soon... I'm, is this... Um, so you'll buy this uh, around the time you make fried chicken for us? Yeah, it'll be <laughs> very similar times. <laughs> because... because Guys, I've got the ingredients for my trial batch. Run, running joke. I've been promising fried chicken for months. Um, and... And that's how long this beer will sit on the shelves. Before the podcast Unsold. was born, I think you've been promising. Oh, wow, that was mean. <laughs> so, um, oh, Jesus. Right next to the French toast. Oh, someone recently actually, I think there was a little poll online for what uh, what beer would you like to see brewed next? I don't think it had any particular brewer in mind, but given the reach that counterculture has, I did find this amusing. It's one of the highest votes was French Toast Stout, which we all know was the last release from counterculture. I didn't have it. Oh, I, I did. I had it. Oh, oh I, you yeah. had a hard time that night. Yeah, you drank a pint of it. I, that's when I did not ask for a pint. I was given a pint. But you drank it. I like this venue, so I will not mention you. But <laughs> if someone asks you for a schooner and you offer one, you give them a schooner. Is it like, come on, guys, let's revisit the RSA. Yeah, so I think um, all the beers that were not. chosen for the live event were all pretty new. Was meant to divide opinion on throughout the panel and the crowd, and I think and it did. I think some some of the response challenged us as well, and I loved it. The amount of people coming up after the show saying how much they loved the cards for sip, skip, or sell, like because everyone got involved. Mm. People held them for the whole show, like waiting to use them again. And yeah, at the end, someone were... was like, "Do we not get to use these again? Like, you could take that home if you want. I mean, you can just you can put up sip whenever we're talking I about. I signed bit... so many of them. Did you guys sign mm. many of them? Yeah, f- so many, man. Ian. No, no one likes him. Okay. And this is I mean, why I brought I left my, to drink. And this is why I brought my Sharpie with me. Yeah. Um, so that was a great first panel, and it was great to have um, a couple of return guests, especially for Alex from HBC. We had him on last year. Alex uh, was a lot of fun to have on. Um, great having Ado on. And Chris. We had Chris on last year as well. We had Chris so we had on. two return guests there. Oh, so... 
Then who you took panel for one? Yeah. You asked Chris about the new Winston Brewery. I did. What I did. did he, say, um, did he, he said it's happening pretty damn soon. Oh, they, they, so they just got their council. They just approval. got the council. They got approval. it. Yeah, yeah, he did say expect um, notification in the next he, week. Didn't he? First, he asked if anyone from Hobart City Council was in the room. <laughs> he did. And we won't say what he said next. Yeah. No, he didn't bag on them. He bagged on Taswater. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, no, it was a good time. It was a good segment, and I had so much relief after this because I could just drink for the rest of the episode. So <laughs> yeah. I was feeling a lot better as soon as that bit was done. But yeah, thanks for everyone's participation too. Yeah, it yeah. was it was good fun, good fun. Then we had um, Stu from yeah. So you took the next panel, Ocho. Ocho no, and Miners Gold. Gold. Sorry, we had we had. I can say of Ocho on the podcast, uh, but at the event he was representing Miners Gold um, with a collaborative brew between HPC and Spotty Dog, the Ballantine. Very delicious. Ode to Ballantine. Yeah, that um, was the first beer I had of the evening, and it knocked me back a little bit. Oh, did it? Yeah, it was, seven, it was a cheeky seven point one. And Not you, so much on the ABV, just because of what was going on in the beer. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty intense flavor profile. Mm. Um, was it um, fermented on oak cubes? No, so we put... Okay, maybe we, put, we should let the man who actually had some what of, you know, doing the brew. Yeah, so... Clint from Spotty Dog, everyone. Oh, oh you guys. You actually get to talk Just about... Just um, Clint is... Uh, you actually get Spotty to talk Dog about your own beer, which is... Not um, going to happen ever again. So long, enjoy. Long, long time listener. Uh, first time, yeah, it's really good to be here. Please, please stop. Um, no, so the Ode to Ballantyne was a collaboration between Miners Gold, which is a brewery we brewed at, um, Alex from HBC and myself from Spotty. Uh, we drove up, left Hobart at like 5am with a couple of bags of extra grain and uh, some hops in the back. And... So it sort of came about because uh, we joked about uh, Scotto from HBC being the oldest human alive. Mm-hmm. And I said... It's true. Uh, I was like, Scotto, given you're involved, but he was going overseas at the time to Colorado, I was like, I'd love to brew something really old school with maybe a little bit of new school touch um, to represent all of us. And I started talking about like late 90s things. And uh, Scotto did uh, tell that story at Step Brewers Live and laughed. And he's just like... I just think it's funny that Clint and Alex think uh, late 90s is old school. Oh, you're not doing the accent? Oh, I'm not going to try it out of respect. I just think that you it was you're cool. Not enough. No, I'm not cooked enough. <laughs> but yeah, Scott, I was like, I just think it's awesome that, uh, you know, they they think that late 90s is old school when I was brewing in the 80s. And, uh, <laughs> and this beer was originated in, the um, I think, 1918 or something. So yeah. Ode to Valentine was a tribute to one of the very first American IPAs. Um, so we brewed a 7.1%, um, heavy on the dank hops. We also used hop, hop oil from, um, mm. hop oils, I think it's called, uh, with a Z Columbus. Yeah. With a Z, I knew. Um, which was provided by Hopco. The other, the other there major of that, there is a lot more of that. Give me all the single hazies. Um, Ooh, I don't know if, I don't know if Juice Wolf wants to take a photo or not. We can always get more. We can always get more. Let's get more. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, uh, we put bourbon barrel oak chips into the boil. Yeah, the headers on that. Oof. Yeah, it's. A I'm sorry, you don't get more. Yeah, we're talking about flame spear here. Ian has sorry, I'm, I'm just. They're just pouring themselves some more um, Fox Friday. I really enjoyed it. It's very different. It is yeah. very different. It threw me back, literally, because it was the first beer I had that afternoon. But I was like, boom! There is some bourbon going on in this. <laughs> Just yeah, the straight oak really cast. came through. Yeah, like just we some did, straight bourbon cast. There wasn't so a huge fun. amount of, 
um, cubes we use, but we did boil them for the full hour. Mm. Um, gotta say, brewing up at Miner's Gold is a delight as well. Beautiful that brewery. That space is epic. Go check out the guys there. They've just got their brand new three seven five mil cans um, of their pale out and about this week. And that's week. delicious. Yeah, it's super tasty. Yeah, um, yeah, the the bourbon sort of character really just knocks my head back a little bit, but in a good way. Like, how good was the lineup in that? All the beers were really different. Yeah. Like, um, I tried all the lineup the night before really quickly, um, and like just a few sips of each, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, it's all just completely different, mm. um, and it all fit together really nicely. So, I'm not gonna lie, I was that guy who kind of gravitated towards the Colorado. And you usually do. drank a lot of it. Yeah, I actually... That's what ended me on the We're going to do a live tasting and review of the Colorado on the show because we actually didn't do it live because we ran out of time. We did. So we're going to we drink did. that tonight and actually talk about well, it. Because HPC we should... have lovingly provided us with more Colorado. Yeah. Legends. Legends. Um, I actually, because I've had so much of it in the last couple of weeks leading up to the live podcast, I sort of steered away from it on the, on the night. We had that jug of it. During I know, the last panel. I know that it did not last. I long. know that we had it on the panel, but like it's not the beer. I love the beer. Don't make me wrong, but it was actually nice to try everything else and actually have a good amount of variety at the actual festival. Yeah, I just drank truckloads of the Fox Friday because I was just so impressed with. You know, you had a good podcast when you had to. I, I, as soon as the podcast was done. I stood up, but I couldn't stand up straight. I looked like the hunchback from Notre Dame because I had to piss so bad. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I, I was bent over. And I, I was, remember this. I was about to piss my pants. I had to hold on for the last... Ali, you weren't the only one on the panel. I, I, really well well I actually couldn't stand up straight, and I thought I was actually going to embarrass myself. We're going to have to... Remember that for that next life. Just need like a little pee bottle, I think. A little intermission. uh, We'll have more intermissions in the next one. It was rough. Anyway, that's another story. But so second uh, second panel. Yeah. So we had had stew, stew, um, whiskey, Craig, whiskey, Craig. Yeah. Who wants to? uh, I forgot how long he can talk for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think pe- fans of the show know how long he's... He boasted about having the record for longest episode again. Yeah. Like, I don't think we'll ever top him. Right. Except maybe with him. Except <laughs> that after the show, he was like, when are we doing the next one? People uh, hit us in the comments. You want to hear some more technical whiskey stuff? I, I, yeah, I love the... I could, we didn't even... Did we even say anything that episode? I think we just let him go. That was great. <laughs> that was mesmerized. first Boilermaker. Yeah. It was a special time. It was great. I think he just did another cheeky plug for the Ben React 12. Yeah, um, he did. He actually. does love that. It, um, to quote him... Destination sells, it, 100 bucks. It goes so with any beer. He hasn't found a beer yet that it doesn't go with. He so did say that. Ben yeah. React 12. Oh, okay. Episode idea. We challenge him. Here's a case of Furphy. Bring out your Ben React. I bet it would taste really good. I think if we were going to do an episode on that, we actually need to provide the craziest shit we can find for him Mm. and make him actually drink it all. Did we even drink? No, No, we just make him drink. But hey, it was great to have him back on the show. We just, um, we tried not to talk to him too much because we know what he's like. I tried to wrestle the mic off him at one stage. Yeah. And he was like, I'm nearly done. (laughs) It was amazing. And we had John Burridge from... Crime on and Yakima Hops. That was yeah, super exciting hops. having him on. Um, it was really yeah, good to have John on. We'd like to get John on again for sure. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of topics we can blow over with John. Uh, we talked a bit about um, collaboration in our second 
panel. Um, so with Stu, Stu's quite a creative type. So we talked a bit about like how he um, uses creativity and dialed it, dialed it in um, towards a group project. Um, was he the guy who picked up most points at the end or did he bolster the group's numbers? Yeah, and then good. We, good. we talked to John about one of our favorite beers of the year, um, Tom Needs More Friends, a collaboration between Cryomalt, Yakima Hops, um, and Hawkers, and Bailbreaker, yeah. um, about the undertaking that was an international um, collaboration brew of one mm. of our favorite IPAs this year. John made a really good point, actually, when we talked about collaboration, especially that one. And he was like, it's not good enough anymore to just send an email and someone else brews it and you slap your name on it. Yeah. He's like, consumers in Australia are like really getting switched on to what's going on. And if you're going to call it a collab, he's like, you, you better be, be collabing. Yeah. Um, so Bailbreaker sending their team um, over from from Washington is pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was really cool to hear, actually. I, I, was, I agree with you. I really want to get John on and hear some more stuff. We definitely will have John back on. We're definitely going to have a few revisit guests, I think, from the live podcast. It was great. Yeah, we've got a long list now. That was yeah. really good. That was a pretty solid little panel. Got to get a little more in-depth uh, with, with these guys. Which was good. Yeah, and it's hard life because it's like, obviously, there's a lot of banter that goes on and stuff. And there's so um, much we want to talk about as well. Yeah, and when we announce our next few live live shows. Oh, um, what? Oh, oh <laughs> sorry, Ali, we not told you. There's when, more. When we announce the next few, um, some of you guys listening, big fans we know around the country might get to hear or come along. Oh, say no more, sir. But we'll say no more for now. Mm, um, very exciting. Yeah, it'll be epic because we learnt so much. Uh, I had the last panel um, and we had on a very special guest actually joining us. So I had Jimmy from HBC, um, who is just the man. Um, I had Ado from Shambles, who yes. collaborated on the Juice Springsteen, mm-hmm. which was one of the other best beers of the show. Yeah. One of our favourites from last year of the haze. Coming in cans. Yeah, it's coming in cans. Yeah, the cans look epic too. Yeah. Um, I'll say no more. I think I think a few people are going to be getting some beer mail. Yeah, definitely. With some Springsteen. Definitely. We're just uh, holding off um, on those couple of beer mails we owe you guys from <laughs> months ago. I bet I wasn't going there, but that's fine. <laughs> if you're listening, you know who you are in WA. Um, <laughs> The uh, yeah, the other guests we had, I had Scotto to finish it out, just the godfather of the HBC. godfather, the oldest man in the room. Yeah, we we're talking about how he used to mash with a horse. Um, oh. That's not a true story. But what does that mean? <laughs> I just I don't know. Um, and we also got a really sneaky little guest on um, Jesse, mm. who uh, joined us from the states. He just flown over from friend of the show, friend of the show now, um, Jesse and Buffy. Shout out to you guys um, and. Jesse just flown over from the States. I think it was from Colorado, wasn't he, as well? Yeah, I think it was like a couple of days ago as well. Like yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty fresh. It was pretty fresh. Him and him and Scott had drunk a corny keg full of Juice Springsteen together two nights earlier. Yeah, that's insane. And I've never yeah. seen Scott. Six litres each. I've never seen Scott in such a vague state when he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, were <laughs> we were brewing Cali Hayes at Shambles on the Thursday before October. And Scotto turns up at about 11 a.m. and he just sort of wanders in and he's like, I need to pick up a chiller. I've heard this story a few times and it's not old yet. Yeah. And I was like, how you doing there, Scotto? And he's like, we dreamed that corny keg of Juice Springsteen last night. And he was not in a good place. 
He did not know what he needed. Yeah. Like, do you need a chiller and a bar? Do you need taps? Do you need fonts? And he is like, the best runner. I don't know. No, it was a good time. So, yeah, Jesse joined us. Um, one of Scott's really good mates. He's also worked at Avery as well. He worked at Avery. Yeah, which is um, huge. I remember saying how big they were, and you guys were like, well, how big are they? And I'm like, hold on. 2.1 million check-ins on Untapped. Yeah. They're that big. Um, but he also started his own brewing project, and we are trying desperately before he leaves to get him on the show because he's super keen. And it was really fun to have him on. Um, he was telling us all about the Crispy Boys movement. Yep, Crispy Boys arch, movement. Which I'm a recent Crispy Boy. Yeah, which is Ali's arch nemesis. So the Pilsner Boys are uh, up and about. I could happily have a Crispy Boy episode with him. But I feel like we could just take well, it in a whole other like direction as well. Opposite sides of the room, maybe. Yeah. Je- Jesse was cracking up. Because he like, hates... No, he hates pastry stouts. I would he love hates them. And I would love to just give him a lineup of my favourite pastry stouts when he brings the crispy. He boys. literally hates. It's got like battle of the. Oh, he it. hates everything that you love. Yeah, I know. He like hates height. He hates pastry stouts. The fact that people are calling crispy boys the next big thing, he lost it. He was like, they're not the next big thing. He's like, pills have been the thing for fucking years. <laughs> he's like losing it. It was great. It was cool to have his perspective on too. I feel like he's going to be a very passionate guy. Yeah, it was awesome. So we did a hype brew or false, um, which you'll not get to hear today because we're saving it for a fortnight. Um, but we got all the guys to read out the beers and then everyone in the audience sort of jumped in. Steph from Bruny Island came on stage um, and had a guess. Uh, Jimmy from Season and Fire and Willie Smith came and had a little guess. He doesn't know anything about beer, though. Why is he guessing? Yeah, I know, because he was walking past. He was, <laughs> he was wearing a filter shirt. So he was, right. Yeah, he was mid-shift buying a jug of beer from the bar. Um, yes, yeah, we pestered people at the bar. It was great. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, a few people walked, like, across the front of the stage, and so we just harassed them while they were in line. You harassed, harassed a man on how he was dressed. That was quite rude. No. You, did, you don't remember Are you that? No, I do. No, but no all <laughs> I said, shit. All I said to him, because he was talking Even rather loudly. Even though you're loudly, in double denim yourself. You he was talking rather loudly and uh, standing in line and asked him what beer oh, he was I remember enjoying. that. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know what to do. The firm hand of Papa Sweden came down on him. Yeah, you were. Was that an accent? Firm hand. No. Swedish. Put that back in your was pocket. Was it? Put that back in. on. I've been working Put on that it. back in for a rainy day, I think. I've been yeah. working on it. You need a few more drinks, mate. Hey, can I just say... No. I mean, I've been drinking more soda water than beer. You guys have had a few beers. Do you feel like the weekend's worn off now that you've had I feel like, hey, now, I feel like I can drink I beer again. feel back to life? Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. By, I, we all know by now, like, my tactic is, like... I think everyone handles hangovers differently. You guys are renowned, so, like, Clint... I'm sorry that I guess have to hear this. We should talk hangovers for a minute. Maybe we'll have a hangover episode. Clint, <sighs> Imagine is, there, is there something that happens to you the next day? You go off grid, man. <laughs> I do go off grid. I like to not speak to anyone. Not even over message. Not even over messenger. I'll, I will wake up after we have like a big evening. What time? Oh, I've got a kid, so I'll like wake up so early. Seven. What's early for you with your kid? Oh, at the moment, like, I guess 7.38 or something. Fuck, man. I hate you so much. My kids wake me up at, like, 5. Yeah, well, if my kid like woke pretty me early, up, man. It's if, my, if my kid woke me up at 5, I'd send it back, right? Um, Damn straight. Yeah. No, my wife is very loving, so if I do have a step brewer's event, she'll let me sleep in the next day. Wow. As well. That's nice. But I just go off-grid. It's just, like, the last... Is there something happen- that happens when you're off-grid? 
I uh, just play a lot of Zelda. Really. Do you get the spewies, man? I get, I get the spewies yeah, sometimes. You get the spewies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ali, um, how do you roll a hangover? I hold it in. That's <laughs> <all>. <laughs> you hold it in for how many days? Three. <laughs> just well, hold, this last you one. You hold all that anger inside. The last, don't the, speak to it. The last one, I held it in for three days. Um, that's. I think that's actually a record for you, dude. But I've always... It's like... The classic case for a woman when, when, no, 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 no let him finish, no, no, let him finish, let him finish, I want to hear this. If, you're, if your partner has the man flu, it's like that. So but women can't get man no, flu. No, 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 but like, hey, you know, all our female listeners, like shout out to you, power to you, but man it's flu like, kills. It's like if I get the man flu, my partner will give me no sympathy at all. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. just like, it's like a. My hangover is like a really heavily dosed man flu. And I just feel sorry for myself for like three days. Well, on Sunday after HBC, I did go off. I did go off grid. You bounced back better this time. I went off grid, but... I think you were forced back into activity. That was because I took my wife and child out to um, breakfast at Bear With Me, your home of the best coffee. Food and beverages. I wish, wish you took me out for breakfast. Um, fair play, though. The, and then I delivered the team. Me. The team did say you were very unresponsive to their greetings. Oh, I waved. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that wasn't enough. They thought you were angry. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel oh, well, awful now. Now I have to go back. Thanks, man. I just want to <laughs> chip in, though. Again, like, I never suffer a hangover for more than three hours. You bounce being, back in, man. Being the youngest of the crew. Hey, man. It's true. I have it's two true. kids. That, like, stacks some weight. That yeah. does stack some weight. I agree. Um, I have two kids. You bounce back. You have another freaking beer. We would like to recognize at this moment that we don't endorse the overconsumption of alcohol. It, okay. I want to... This I, is not about overconsumption. This is about balance. We maybe do it to ourselves three to four times a year together. Yeah. I'd say. Like at HPC. Once a quarter. At HPC. We were well-behaved and respectful. And as I found out when I went there today, all brewers slash podcasts, podcasters left very early. We um, probably we should have gone... To but all, but all, the we reps, should have gone to all the reps and salespeople, they went hard, apparently. Mm. We should have, it sounded like they challenged When we us. left the podcast and packed up, um, we should have just gone to bed. And instead, we went and smashed whales at Preachers. Hey, I had a good time with you guys. I don't um, remember anything. Clint getting into a stranger's car was particularly great. All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, um, this is relevant to, to the episode. No, to wrap up the episode, we're going to do something we didn't do live. And we're going to drink the Colorado IPA and do a little review um, live on the show. So let's do it. So, live review. We were going to do this. This is what I got drunk on. I remember now. You can smell it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is how I got Yeah, this is it. We were going to do the live review, um, but it ended up getting way too hectic and the banter was flowing and we just kept it fresh and like organic. And that's what we do here at Set Brewers. Fresh and organic. Mm. Um, so yeah, what we're going to do now is we're going to crack the Colorado Um and yet have a live review of it. Fresh off the bat, I've only had a little sniff and a sip because I've had a few of these already. I thought this year's had the same trademark, like superb balance. Probably one of the best made beers in Tassie each year. Um, and I thought it was a little more on the Dank Herbal side. 
Mm. Absolutely. I'm writing notes now. Um, independently of what you said, I've also taken note of how herbal it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, herbal and spice for me. I'm getting a little bit of that spicy yeah, Absolutely. Too. Yeah, a little um, bit of spice. Like, um, white, like kind of like white pepper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember actually, I think, uh, was it Alex or Jimmy? Might have backed that up when we said it a little bit more spice. Yeah. Because um, we did chat about it after the episode. Um, and that can come down to many things, just like the hop varietal for the year. Um, yeah, like interseasonal. Yeah, interseasonal yeah. hops will change an actual beer, won't it? So um, I really prefer this year's more than last year's. I like... I like the that dank, more danky herbal note to it. I don't know why. We actually have one from last year. It was a little surprise to taste next to it. That's oh, a joke. that would be... We would not do that. I remember, remember we, that time that'd I had be disrespectful. That yeah, you brought remember, the old brought one. that old one and we were like, keep that on the down low, it guys. It tasted good, though. It tasted real good. Um, I really liked last year. I loved it, too. I really did. did. Last year had a tiny bit, like, a, the tiniest bit more, like, candy. Chewy, vibe. chewy malty vibe and that for was me for as me. well. Because, yeah. like, herbal's not something I chase down a lot, but this... The one thing I do really like about this year is that dank heaviness. Mm. But dank goes hand in hand with herbal to me. Like, have both of those, play them off each other, and it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's very good. Um, it's hard. To, like, you'd never want to compare the years before. Like, we've always said, everyone will always say, oh, number one was the best. But it, but it is an iconic Tasmanian release, release we all look forward to. It's kind of hard not to. Mm. I went down to the brewery the day they canned it just to get some. Yeah. And that's the thing, you you um, gave me a can because you picked a couple up the day it was canned and um, we experienced again some pretty big can shock to the beer, did which was, yeah. oh, oh um, Clint and I did. Um, yeah. Well, I, I held off for a couple of days. On yeah, guitar, I wanted to know. and beer did as well. Um, so the thing was, I knew that it's always a possibility, but I remember last year when I first got it, we had the can shock and we talked about it. So it was, was like, funny because when I picked them up, Alex and Jimmy were like, Alex was like, yeah, it's probably going to be like a little bit too, you know, good to go kind of thing, like too fresh kind of thing yeah. and might have some can shock. And then Jimmy was like, I think it needs eight or nine days. Yep. And Alex was like, Jimmy's a man, eight or nine days. Yeah, it was um, spot on, to be honest. And I didn't want to drink one and I left it for like three days and I'm like, nah, I need it. Yeah. yeah, but it didn't detract enough. I drank them. it as soon as you gave it to me. I sat down and I was like, I think I was editing a podcast. And I was like, Yeah, yeah no, cra- I should you crapped it like by the time I, before I'd even. I think I it. flicked you a message saying I should have waited, like um, <laughs> because I knew that like it was good, but it still it was just too fresh. It hadn't settled. Um, it just it it still had that slight soapiness to it, but um, gave it's it a couple. Now. I've been drinking it week in, week out since it's come out, and it's just, I think it's just developed into a no ripping beer. Um, so, you know, fresh isn't always best in some terms. Like, can shock's not, like, it can happen, but it's not going to happen every time. I think it's a relatively new phenomenon, too, because it's so easy now to get beer that was, like, literally canned that day. Yeah. Like, I saw HBC were canning that day and like people were buying it the next day at venues like yep. it's pretty like straight but that can world. that can almost like ruin the beer if that if people are tuned in enough to know you know have a really good palate and they've gone oh i don't like this this has got this soapy taste i don't want to ever have this again that can be damaging in a way yeah, sometimes it's an interesting topic um yeah i like i've definitely i've like got Roses who supply the cafe and they'll actually hang on to beans 
for a week. So I'll I'll order it on a Friday. They'll roast it roast it the following Friday, and then they'll um, keep it a week, ship it out the next Friday. Oh, to give it that little bit of age. To give it a bit of age. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's not getting used too fresh because they they know. Like, this isn't a universal thing for, like, every roaster. Someone will just ship it out the second it comes off. But they know, like, if they hang on to it, it means that it's more likely that cafes are serving it at their designed optimum point. It'd be cool uh, when Scotto comes on the show again because he does want to come on for a you know longer non-festival episode because he's only been on for festival episodes. We're going to drink some American beers. That's a terrible Scotto accent. I didn't try. Clint's been practicing a long time. Yeah, I know. Stands in front of the mirror. Yeah, it's actually the one accent you do now. I put on a... F- you don't even know the Papa Sweden accent. No, well, Papa Sweden doesn't have an accent. He's he's international. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we might get Scotto to talk about it because... Um, he was the one who introduced me to the whole phenomena. Mm. Is phenomena the right word? Wait, are you saying spotty dog is because of Scotto? No, I mean, oh, can, can shock was oh. something he told me about. And then Stu from Art Show and Mine is Gold yep. was saying the same thing. I'm like, why do these two keep saying the same thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Um, so, you know, if you're having something fresh off the line and you're not loving it, maybe give it a week and just revisit it it's it's quite interesting what can happen they to say that with a lot of the hazy cans too that yep. like people in the states are buying them day one like trilliums and tree houses and being yep. like oh it's too fresh it needs like a week yeah they can come off with like a lot more acid up front um mm. early on yeah. um we've talked a lot about can shock and let's talk about more of the positives of this beer as we drink it now um i got a lot more like uh, up front we, we didn't talk about like some of the sweetness it possessed um yeah. Up front, it's really big on that, like, orange juice and mango, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Really, really heavy on like orange. Like, yeah. some, like, orange and pith are really beautiful. Um, and then it starts to um, lengthen out and has a really complex herbal and dank finish, like the boys were saying before. Uh, really cool. Did you guys Good. pick up anything else? Big, long-lasting bitterness as well. Like, this is up there in the IBUs. Super balanced. Super well. IBUs. Yeah. So is it? Really Super balanced well, bitterness. Really balanced bitterness. I've get that still get that little bit of candy um, malt vibe to it as well, which yeah. is nice and underlying. Yeah. It's not it's not as big on candy as last year, but it's it's nice to have it in there sick. though. I do love a bit of candy. Yeah, yeah, I think it's um I think like as boring as it sounds as a descriptor, balance is like one of the showcase pieces of this beer. Yeah. It's just so imbalanced. Like, it's, it's just uh, we really know, well made. Drank a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, and you, and can, it, you just want to session it as long as it's kind of cool that um, we assume. I'm pretty sure we've been told this too that the recipe doesn't change, but then you get to feel a bit of the change of seasons of the hops as yeah, well. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. about to talk about that as well. Um, which what which, it's like to brew this beer, same recipe every year. Well, hop selection is going on in the states right now, so um, some Australian brewers have actually been flown over to Washington. Um, etc to do hop selection um so different paddocks of hops have different flavor profiles mm-hmm. um and the big terroir bitches exactly <laughs> and so the big brewers and people with you know sizable contracts actually will go over and do what's called a rubbing um i think we've talked about once before on the show where they'll we talk about it a lot after the show <laughs> <laughs> where it's like bale, small bales of hops are put out in a room and you'll get paired with other breweries and everyone gets to rub them between their hands and smell the aromas and 
Um, if you're big enough, you can choose which bales you take and then all the rest of the bales get blended together and that becomes the pellet. Um, I'm pretty sure um, Black Ops got flown over. Yeah, right. Okay. Bolter did. Yeah, nice. For sure. Yeah, Bolter would. Um... So, no, that's pretty exciting for those guys. But, um, yeah, I mean, that sort of variation you get in hops, like I was listening to um, another Brewers podcast and they were talking about, like, you know, the differences between Simcoe as we know it on the general market and Simcoe that can be selected mm. is like stark. Yeah, like right. So heavy, heavy diesel vibes. There's like your, some... your general release cops yeah, and exactly. then there's your hype release hops. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, you're talking my language, boy. Yeah, mm. we're back to sneakers, Ant. There we go. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that will do it, I think, boys. Um, we have recapped. We're still yeah. feeling a little sore. Well, I know I am. Um, I feel good. A couple of beers has actually helped, and so I might take your word of advice next time. But, yeah. Um, um, so if guys having heard our recap now, if there's anything, if you were there, that you want to see next live event, yeah, let us know. Uh, if you're listening, you never know when it, where our next live event's going to be. So <laughs> oh, shit. tell Ooh, us what you want to hear, what you want to see. Um, do you want shower beers live? Do you want some oh. Kayla's big question? Um, do you want something totally new? Talk to us. Um, you never know when the, where the next live event's going to be. Uh, we'll announce soon. But and, and we keep did, talking we to us, did guys. Get, we did get a question from the audience at the yeah, end. Yeah, that was pretty gr- heavy. That was yeah, heavy and unexpected. Yeah, it was which great. Is, which is great. It was great. And he apologized afterwards and we were like, no, dude, that was great. But we're going to save that one. So if you're listening, yeah, we, will. we have heard you, but we're going to address that as a bigger segment. Yeah. Well, Kayla's well, big question. We yeah. might just throw that in there um, in the next few episodes. It was a really, really good question. And there were some good answers, but we'll save I think we're going to say that one for a guest. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So again, just um, thank you so much to HBC for having us. It was um, awesome. Yeah. Thanks to all the guests. Yeah, thanks, thanks to our guests. guests. Um, you know who you are. And thank you everyone for coming out and having a geese, having a listen. Thank you for participating. Thank you to the hecklers that were on our left side. I think that was just... Um, does does and does follow, does follow us on Instagram today. huge finally yeah. a step bros fan what an honor um, no show. it was a really a really humbling experience um, um, yeah it was pretty awesome I it think. was cool to actually take something that we've done in this like tiny room of ours upstairs in a house and actually put it in a live format it was really good fun so how many podcasts are doing live events just in like, Australia mm, anyway no yeah. one anyway Let's leave it there. Not like this. We will see you next episode. Episode 28. Sick. Goodbye.